of the Bending Librarian podcast. I'm your librarian, Christina, and the library is officially back and open. This episode is The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager, and here is the 90-second or less summary roundup. A recently widowed actress turned alcoholic, Casey Fletcher, is the obsessively nosy neighbor across the lake. One day on the lake, Casey saves her neighbor and former supermodel, Catherine Royce, from drowning, in which the two slowly begin a friendship. Forming this so-called friendship and continuing to be nosy, Casey notices that Catherine and Tom Royce's marriage isn't picture perfect. Then, one day, Catherine vanishes, and Casey accuses Tom of being suspect number one. But there's more to the story and more that meets the eye in this wild read. So this is Riley Sager's sixth book, but it's my fourth read by him. It's absolutely my least favorite book by him. One, it didn't spark much interest until about maybe 65% of the book. And even then it wasn't like, oh my God, this, this moment has redeemed it. No, it was just that particular moment where it was okay. Number two, it was giving the woman in the window vibes. And I did a review on that, so you should listen to that. But I was not a fan of that book, mostly because I just hate when the main character is like wicked nosy and thinks that they can blues clues and play Inspector Gadget of the case when they have no law enforcement <laughs> background. And Casey, I just felt like was doing way too much for this neighbor that she doesn't even know like that. Which leads me to number three, where Casey is the most uninteresting alcoholic that I have ever read. I mean, the woman in the window, I didn't like the main character because she was unreliable. I will say Casey was somewhat reliable in her assessments of people, but she was still a drunk and she was really naive. Like just because you save somebody and you have a couple of drinks or coffee with somebody does not make y'all best friends. This is gonna make me sound like a trash individual, but if my neighbor just randomly disappeared, honestly, I don't think I would notice. And I would say that would probably be vice versa for them let alone playing freaking Nancy Drew accusing the husband of doing something and I don't know anything about them. I didn't particularly care for her. She was boring and doing too much at the same time. Number four, is this number four? Yeah, we're going with number four. The characters were not developed, at least to my liking. I felt like there were characters that really should not have even been introduced in this story, or at least I thought Riley Sager was going to do more. For example, her cousin, she was mentioned kind of throughout the book. We only saw a glimpse of her and that was that. There was no real essential part for her to be in this story. He could have used one of the other characters to do the piece that her cousin did. And the same with, I won't say which one, but same with another one of the neighbors. I thought there was gonna be more to that character and I mean, even to the point where I thought this particular neighbor was the culprit and it did not work out that way. I mean, the only purpose really for that neighbor was at the end. And I was like, of course, it's going to be something typical. 
but really that doesn't even make him developed. It was just kind of like, yeah, we're going to throw this at the end. Like, okay. Number five, I think. (laughs) Another thing was the big twist. I will say it wasn't predictable, which is great, but there's this supernatural element to it. And I won't say what that is because that'll like, that'll spoil it. But what I will say is I hate a story where it feels realistic and then all of a sudden the author wants to throw in some paranormal entity. The perfect example of what I'm talking about is The Night Visitors by Carol Goodman. Where did this come from? This is a regular story with regular people, normal people going through everyday life, fleeing something or trying to inspect and figure something out, just normal things. And then all of a sudden this random paranormal entity is introduced into the story for shock value. What the heck? So not only was it giving the woman in the window vibes, but it was also giving an episode of Supernatural. And Supernatural is definitely one of my favorite shows, top five. But there was no hint or underlying anything of paranormal until this particular part to then further along the story. So I guess if you like that, if you're okay with that, then yeah, you'll probably like this book. Overall, it was fine. No, that's a lie. That is a lie. It wasn't fine. I didn't like it. Like I said, definitely my least favorite. It took a lot for me to finish this. I actually had the book out. When I knew that he was coming out with a new book, I immediately requested it through the library. And I did not read the description or anything like that. So I definitely winged it. I mean, he's he's an author where it's like, okay, he comes out with something new. I'm going to read it regardless. So it is on me to have not read the description, but it just wasn't, it, it did not land for me. That's that. I think <laughs> for my first day back, I think this is going to be a very, very short mini review. So let's just go straight into the ratings. If you don't remember, I based this on three categories. The first is the description of the book. Did what the author provide in the description or the summary match with what was given? I would have to say that this is a four. Even though I just said I didn't read it, I read it after and reflecting on it, yeah, he pretty much matched it up with what was going on. I, If I had read it before, I probably would not have felt that I was led astray, but I'd still give it a four out of five as far as description. Personal enjoyment or engagement of the story, this has got to be a 1.5. Like I said, it wasn't until 65% of the book where it actually felt somewhat interesting. And yeah, there were bits and pieces where I enjoyed, but overall, it <laughs> I did not enjoy this book. So it's getting one and a half. And then third category is rereadability. What are the chances of me picking this book back up again and reading it? And I'm giving it a one. Again, not my favorite at all. Would I collect it as part of my collection? Absolutely. I already have four of them. So (laughs) I already have four of those. I can't let this one not be part of. Like I would never rush to pick this book back up again. And listen, this is not a book that I would recommend by itself at all. However, when people ask me for a book suggestion or reading recommendation, I would say anything by Riley Sager because I really enjoy his work. 
And just because I didn't particularly care for this book, I can see how other people would end up liking it. As an adult, he is probably one of my favorite authors. This just did not land for me. And so because of that, I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, you should read this book, but to cover my basis, anything by him. I feel like it's fair. That's, I mean, that's what I have. If you've read this book, you should let me know by following me on Instagram at The Binging Librarian. Let's talk about it. Let's chat. Let's discuss. Let's make up for lost time. 